Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young song, Our House. Nancy joins me today on the Rip and Read, as she does every Tuesday and Thursday, to do the deep dive on the stories of the day. As an e-attorney, she fleshes out the headlines and connects the dots for all of you. We're talking about illegal housing uh, today in light of the two stories, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, of a corrupt landlord from Senegal taking advantage of his own peeps and stuffing them into facilities that he has access to as a landlord. But first, let me take you, uh, Nancy, and our listeners back to Richmond Hill, Queens, Richmond Hill High School. Probably the most famous graduate there was the scooter, Phil Rizzuto and the New York Yankees. They've actually named the baseball field in his honor. A lot of people from Guyana live there now, along Linden Boulevard. A lot of Sikhs live there. Their temple is there. And there's still a lot of uh, single and double family homes there, in addition to apartment buildings and a lot of commercial space. And then all of a sudden we find out that a guy from Senegal, Ibusar, a landlord, decided that he would take in his fellow Senegalese uh, illegal aliens, migrants, and bring them into his furniture store and stuff them in uh, to the point where they were back-to-back, belly-to-belly, nut-to-butt, in the worst possible scenario. And then when the buildings department and fire department raided the place, he had this to say about what a great humanitarian he is. The guys will, they will be sleeping on the streets for days. So when they started coming to me, telling me their stories, I started helping them. And he helped them up in the Bronx along East Kingsbridge and Fordham in what used to be a cellular service uh, storefront. He uh, was a landlord there, and he started stacking them in two by two. Uh, Nancy, can you explain? Because you've worked in real estate law. You rented apartments. You were involved in dealing with landlords and what the rules and regulations are. You explain to our listeners what the right way to do things is according to the rules for everyone? <clears throat> well, I'm not sure what the right way is to do, but what they have a lot of is uh, single-room occupancy. That's a um, it, It's sort of overlapping laws guide what these things are. So it's not a traditional apartment. Um, you know, it's not how you would rent a room out in your house exactly. So there's like certain parameters to this. So SROs, uh, supposedly there's about thirty to 40,000 still existing in New York City. And what they are is a lot of them, unfortunately, are illegal because it's very, very, you know, it's almost like you have to be grandfathered in at a certain year. And it doesn't require much. It requires that you have a, a bedroom where it's a minimum of like 180 feet, um, square feet. It requires you to have a sink and a stove or some sort of cooking surface. 
but you don't need to have a, a bathroom within the room. So it just needs to have a shared bathroom in a hallway. So like imagine like dormitory, um, college living. It would almost be like saying that. Um, so, but what happens is there's a lot of these illegal ones. So now I was in real estate, um, you know, doing rentals for a long time throughout the boroughs, but also I lived in Sunset Park for about 10 years and that area is ripe with SROs. Um, and what happens is, so the SROs there, these, uh, it's pretty much a, uh, immigrant Chinese community, and what the landlords who own these buildings do is they carve up the floors into basically little tiny squares, and so what would normally be like a two-person house in Sunset Park, easily fitting 30 to 40, maybe more people, and again, so the problem is you see all these people coming in and out, but it's very, very hard to keep track of who's living there. Well, That's an example of an illegal SRO. Well, the city can Yeah. And I've said this many times, forget this situation, because obvious. It's sensationalized, but it happens every day in the city. It happened under Rudy. It happened under Bloomberg. It happened under de Blasio. It's happening under Eric Adams. This has been going on for years. The buildings department will inspect the site, and they will see that it has been illegally subdivided up to the point where it is a danger to everybody. They're stealing electricity. They're stealing cable. They're stealing water, sewage. Everything is a ramshackle third world operation in danger of imperiling everyone in there and the neighborhood and they close their eyes to it because the city does not want them to close it down. Now, why does the city not want them to close it down? Because then they say, where are we going to put these people? Like in this case, in South Richmond Hill, it's like 120 Senegalese in there, not to butt. They're hot racks. You know what a hot rack is? When the Pakistanis come over and they're driving a cab and they're splitting the yellow cab uh, 12 hours, one Pakistani guy, let's say he's from Karachi, he drives 12 hours. Then the other Pakistani guy comes and he drives it the other 12 hours. And that Pakistani takes his place in the how many feet uh, room, uh, single room occupancy uh, room? 180. Right, 181 bed. It's called a hot rack. They did it in the Navy for years. My father did it in the Merchant Mariners. You share a rack. One one guy's on duty. The other guy's off duty. You share a rack. But in this case, what a pig. What a hazard. Can I hear this landlord again who should have been taken away in chains and shackles on a Daisy Jane perp walk as an example to all the other slum landlords in New York City? The guys will, they will be sleeping on the streets for days. So when they started coming to me, telling me their stories, I started helping them. Oh, what a humanitarian. He's taking $300 a month from them, and he's telling them, you know, I'm going to use this money. I'm going to buy a bigger place, and it's going to be the house of Senegal. We're going to take good care of you, you pig. No, that was great how, how he made that statement. Like he's he's doing a capital fundraising project yeah. where, yeah, this is going just to this like like happy-go-lucky flop house <laughs> for all the Senegalese people. They gave him a ticket. They gave him a ticket. You're going to get serious with, again, Rudy never cracked down on it. Bloomberg never cracked down on it. Blasio, Eric Adams. If I were the mayor, I know where all these spots are. I would have a plan put into place because he said illegally – converted locations, not just basements, every floor. I remember we were looking for this pedophile who was going after kids in Corona. 
State Senator Peralta at the time, unfortunately, he passed away early. He gave us space to operate out of it because the cops just didn't want to deal with it because it was all illegal aliens. Ah, we don't want to deal with that. We went from building to building along 108th, 103rd, right underneath the number seven chain. Nancy, we'd go inside. They took closets. They carved out a closet that you would normally put clothes in. And they have a lock on the door, a padlock. And that was the guy's apartment. And he had to pay $100 a week cash. And you could see they were stealing electricity in the building, stealing water, sewage lines, all these cable dishes. Like-